Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Logistics, where we have conversations with thought leaders and newsmakers in the supply chain logistics industry. It's my great pleasure to welcome today's program, Chad Andrews, who's Senior Solutions Architect at Investa. And today we're going to talk about keys to a successful dropship implementation. Now, dropship is not new. Uh, you know, it's been going on uh, you know, for many years as a kind of a supply chain practice. But its frequency, scale, and importance has certainly grown alongside e-commerce. Uh, some, you know, simply put, you know, drop shipping is becoming a critical part of the omni-channel strategies, you know, for many companies. Uh, so, what are the benefits and, ch and challenges associated with drop shipping? And you know, what are the keys to a successful implementation? Well, those are the kind of the main questions we're going to address in today's episode. Uh, and it's great to have Chad on the program to kind of share his perspective and, and insights and advice on, on this topic. So, uh, Chad, welcome to the program. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Adrian. So, so Chad, you know, we've had many of your colleagues there at Invista on, on talking logistics over the years. Uh, I think this is your first time. And, you know, like I always like to do when, whenever we bring on a new guest on the program, I, I uh, you know, like to find out a little bit about how, they, how and why they got involved in this industry to begin with. So, you know, why don't we start there? Why don't you briefly tell us a little bit about your career path and, you know, what your, your role there is at Invista? Absolutely. So my career path really has been with Invista. So I started out as an intern with Invista and have been here for coming up on 10 years. Uh, how I got into the supply chain industry was uh, really through obviously school, but uh, I figured out that my personality was in line with just general processes, general practices uh, about how to improve a process from point A to point B. Um, I actually had a comment in class, well, you could actually improve the process of uh, making a peanut butter and jelly. And so uh, that was really when I understood that my passion was within this industry. Uh, but then within Invista, I've started out as a transportation consultant. So doing transportation system implementations, as well as transportation strategy work. Um, and that really led me into when we started developing our Inspire Commerce platform um, and really my passion about more relation to e-commerce, order management, those sort of things. Because there is a, a fine line where you're talking about transportation management uh, to order management and there is very much a similarity between the two and impacts on, on both. Um, so now today uh, my role is a senior solutions architect where I, I'm more of a sales engineer for our Inspire Commerce platform. Great, great. Well, hey, ten, ten years, uh, you know, congratulations. I mean, these days, uh, you know, ten years at at a at a company is a, is, a, is a great milestone. And um, you know, how to improve a peanut butter sandwich, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? <laughs> that may be a topic for a future episode. You know, it might, might, might not be talking logistics, but you know, talking lunch. You know, uh, yes. So, so I'll, I'm going to put that in my uh, maybe <laughs> new ideas for 2019 of how to expand this program. But, uh, but anyway, let's let's get to a more serious and important topic, and that is you know drop shipping. And and like I said in my opening comments, I mean it's certainly it's it's not necessarily a new supply chain practice, right. but it, it's definitely something that you're seeing more about, you're hearing more about it, and so forth. So, I mean, how would you characterize you know considering you're you're in the front lines of this with your clients and you know, prospects. I mean, how would you characterize the demand for drop shipping capabilities today? You know, is it on the rise? And, and then ultimately, what, what, what factors are, are driving it? 
Yeah, absolutely. And we are actually having more and more conversations with uh, retailers as well as distributors about drop shipping. Um, and, and really, I think there is some of the Amazon effect is pushing retailers to expand their product assortment. Uh, so then they're that single shop for not only products that they've sold in the past, but also expanding the, the product assortment. So then they become a more recognized brand to their customers. Um, even from a, a distribution standpoint, um, they want to enable dropship because then their brand becomes more known to the public. Uh, they want to extend across multiple customers, multiple big box retailers. Uh, so then their product is in the hands of the consumer and the consumer is obviously looking at the brand. And so now they may go find different avenues to find their product. Uh, so there's definitely advantages in major growth and these conversations are largely coming up when we're talking to customers about order management um, and just the ability for that endless aisle approach. Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, uh, you know, you brought up the Amazon effect and I think from a, from a consumer standpoint, you know, the ability to have, um, you know, access or visibility to a much broader assortment of, of products and then being able to, uh, you know, receive it when you want to receive it. And these days it's, it's more of, you know, as soon as possible and, and, you know, getting exactly. down to, you know, you know, the same day. And, and sometimes, um, you know, I think uh, what I hear from when I talk to a lot of companies is that they're really looking at all, you know, what's the most uh, efficient way to get product in the hands of consumers. That's the most cost effective and, 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 you know, the balances that, you know, the, the classic, you know, time cost and, and service exactly. you know, equation there. Um, so, so you talked a little bit about, you know, some of the benefits, or maybe you can, you know, uh, you know, expand a little bit on it, and, you know, particularly for retailers and, and, and I assume there's obviously, as you mentioned, you know, benefits for the distributors and, and the suppliers as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. So for the retailers, uh, some of the things that we're seeing is they don't want to bring in products to their supply chain that may not perform well. Um, so we have customers that are piloting products. And, and so they are exploring that online um, and then seeing how the demographics, you know, across the U.S. or across the globe are actually buying these products. So then they can strategically buy um, and place those products into store. Uh, but there's also retailers that have just space constraints. Um, they they have a 3PL or they have their own distribution center and no room to grow. And so they want to grow uh, their product assortment as well as revenue, uh, as all you know most retailers do. Um, but now they are at a space constraint issue. And so this can allow them to grow their product assortment while not bringing in as much product into their network. It helps with inventory carrying costs, those types of things. Uh, we're also seeing even in certain scenarios where uh, supply chains don't support a cold chain. Uh, so you may not want to invest in, in a cold chain within your network. And so you actually rely on dropship vendors where they already have the the cold chain um, and so their network is established and, and now you can just utilize them as a, a fulfillment node uh, to your customer. You know th those are all great examples I mean as you were talking there it, you know it struck me that you know uh, coming me coming more from a kind of a transportation perspective since I owe you know that's what's one of the main areas that I focus my research on you, know, you think of drop shipping you think of it you know, more as a, as a shipping or a transportation type of process. But yeah. in reality, you know, uh, as you were talking there, you know, it really is, 
a key component in terms of inventory management and inventory strategy, and it's a key component around you know purchasing and, and merchandising you, you know as well, right? Absolutely, yeah. And the transportation side is definitely affected, but it, there's very much an importance on having that procurement side of the business be able to manage the relationships with the vendors. Because in some cases, you may have vendors that have more effective transportation contracts, and so they're going to ship on their behalf um, versus the retailers, you know, negotiated contracts. Um, so that, you know, plays into how you actually source the product. How are you going to buy the product? Um, so there is, you know, a lot of different avenues in, in how you can deploy, but procurement, merchandising, those are all very, very important aspects of drop shipping. Yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the, the important takeaways, you know, for me is that, you know, this, this really has, um, you know, broad implications across a variety of different, you know, supply chain processes beyond, uh, beyond transportation. So, so let's talk about, you know, uh, when you talk to clients, when you see folks that maybe, uh, maybe some of the mistakes that people have made in the past or read about them. I mean, what are the, what are the biggest challenges companies face in, in implementing, uh, you know, drop shipping? Yeah. So uh, some of the challenges that we often see is that, uh, really, they don't have a defined process or a defined rollout program um, where you truly need to define and establish you know, what's your timeline to start onboarding vendors um, and what's the program going to look like. So do you have standard uh, you know, service level agreements that you're going to expand to your vendor community? Uh, one of the also very important uh, aspects is do you have a platform that can enable dropship vendors? So dropship vendors could be, you know, mom and pops in a garage. Dropship vendors may be very large distributors. So you need to enable, uh, you know, sophisticated EDI type messaging as well as where it's a, it's a user interface. It is a portal that a dropship vendor uh, can log into and they can execute as if they were, you know, an EDI capable uh, vendor. Uh, so being able to go out to that vendor community, understand what their needs are, um, that's, that's definitely a very critical part of that rollout plan. Um, but then, you know, beyond that, it's, it's really starting to define what products am I going to drop ship? Uh, how am I negotiating with those vendors on, on what is the cost? Uh, uh, less if you're bringing it into your own network, but if you're drop shipping, there is going to be additional costs and it could be transportation it could be you know labor costs those types of things so a lot of things come into the equation uh, when you're you know establishing this rollout program but we really see that that is the main struggle is they don't know where to start um, and so that's something that, that we help facilitate that process um, and get them on the right path moving forward yeah, you know, I think from a customer's perspective, I mean, if you go to a you know, retailer's website and, and you order a product, um, you know, online, um, you know, your assumption might be that, hey, you know, that retailer is the one that's going to be doing the actual shipping and the fulfillment yes. and everything else. So I would think that one of the other challenges is that if it is going to be drop shipped from the consumer standpoint, they want to be able to track that shipment. They want to know where's my order, where's my status. So there has to be some level of integration between you know, the retailer and the distributor or the supplier, whoever's doing that, you know, drop shipping so that when the end consumer comes and asks that question, you know, where's my shipment or wants to go and log online on a mobile app or on the retailer's website to, to uh, you know, to, to track it, that connection has to be in place, right? 
Absolutely. Yeah. And, and integration is, you know, it's not a, a fun topic to always talk about, but it is the most critical um, because, you know, even if it is an EDI vendor, yes, you can, you know, communicate and they're sophisticated enough, but also for those portal vendors, I mean, when you have a dropship program, you need to have all orders and of course exceptions and validations in place, but you need to have all orders that have the right tracking information that have, you know, what products inside of which box. Um, so all of that information is critical, especially communicating that back upstream to, you know, order management systems or, or, you know, call center applications. So then customer service has that. Um, and, it, and it's right there for them to be able to communicate that to the customer, as well as even online when it's, you know, you know, ship confirmed, that information needs to flow back upstream. So integration is one of the most critical components of enabling dropship. You know, you know, the, the, the saying, you know, the devil's in the details, yeah. uh, you know, comes to play here as you were talking about this. And I think the, the important piece that you brought up is that, you know, where do you begin and really clearly defining that process and those expectations and those integration points and so forth ahead of time, you know, will pay huge dividends in the long run versus jumping into it, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And that's where typically, you know, we're going to start with the design process. We need to know, you know, what are all of the systems that, you know, take the order. So from when the order is placed to when the order is routed, you know, how, how does that happen? What needs to be the integration points? And so the design process of the, the actual technical architecture is very, very critical as well. Right. So, you know, as a way to start wrapping up here, I mean, based on, you know, your experience working with clients, you know, in this area, I mean, if you had to kind of summarize, you know, maybe some, some key uh, uh, important factors or attributes or considerations uh, that are important for a successful dropship, you know, implementation, what, what would those be? What, what would be those keys to success? Yeah, absolutely. So I think really the keys to success is first understanding your vendor community can you deploy a dropship program? And that can be done through, you know, different questionnaires. Uh, but then beyond that, it's really starting to talk to your vendors about that trade agreement because you may be buying products that you're bringing into your network, but also some products could be dropship. So it's starting those conversations. Um, and then once you have that support from the vendor community, now it's starting to look at a solution that can enable the dropship for your vendors. Uh, so ease of use. Um, and this can be you know, specifically for a retailer. Now, for a distributor, it's the same thing. Go out and gauge the interest of your customers. Um, see you know, which products they may be interested in terms of drop shipping or expanding to their, their e-commerce platform, those types of things. So I really think that is critical is understanding um, you know, either the vendor community or your customer community before you go out and invest. Um, but then once you have that buy-in either within the organization or externally, that's when you can start you know, engaging with uh, the drop solution providers you know it sounds like you know we, we we in the industry always talk about collaboration and it kind of get that word gets tossed around a lot but but it sounds like you know it's critically important here you know collaboration not only between um, you know the, the retailer and the distributor and, and, the, and the vendors and suppliers around this and having those conversations and understand those integration points how the process is going to work and get the buy-in if you will uh, but also in, in collaboration internally right between transportation between yes. merchandising between inventory management 
you know, between the whole, you know, the various aspects of supply chain management where drop shipping will have an effect, having those conversations and, and support internally, getting that buy-in internally is important as well too. Do you see that? Absolutely. Yeah. Because all of the different roles within the supply chain can be affected. So for example, uh, you know, transportation, that was my passion uh, early in my career. Uh, so you may have to now enable many different third party accounts to ship on your behalf. Um, so there is definitely an effect on transportation. Um, you may be able to free up inventory within your distribution center network. So, you know, from a warehousing standpoint, you know, they're going to be either positively affected uh, or could be negatively affected, but not common. Um, so, I mean, even financials, talking about the ability to track all of the invoices from your dropship vendors. Um, so it really is the entire supply chain that, that is going to have to have buy-in. Um, and not only the entire supply chain, but of course the marketing side of the house as well. Uh, so those folks who are you know, determining what products should be displayed online, what do we want to expand our product assortment to, uh, those types of things. So communication is key and, and buy-in is key and, and being able to sell it internally as, as well as externally is critical. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think another, you know, I, I talked about before, you know, being able to answer, you know, what's the status of my order? What's the status of my shipment and the importance of integration there. I mean, another, you know, the front end it's, it's knowing, you know, available or promise, right? So if you, yeah. if, you if someone's ordering, you know, you got to know how much inventory perhaps the distributor or your vendor has of that product. So, so that you can show whether that product is quote unquote in stock, even though you may not have it, you know, even though it's not within your own four walls. So again, that's another example there. We're having, you know, that, that kind of, process mapped out and that kind of integration in place and, and, and those conversations take place from an inventory management perspective is, is, is critical, you know, too, from, from that standpoint. Um, you know, so Chad, we're running short on time here, so I'm just going to go right, you know, right to my last question here. I mean, as a way to wrap up, I mean, if, if, if a retailer or a distributor, uh, you know, going back to, you know, how do you even get started in this, right? Because that seems to be kind of the, a big question. I mean, if they're just getting started with drop shipping, I mean, wh where should they begin and, and what's the first step? Yeah, so I really do think that the first step is gauging those communities. So from a retailer perspective, it's gauging the vendor community um, and also understanding your, your end customer from a retailer perspective. Uh, but from a distributor's perspective, it's going to be engaging with the customer. So those retailers that you're selling to. Uh, just to understand, does it make sense? Because uh, from a distributor's perspective, they may not have products that uh, look and feel like dropship so high value products larger products uh, those types of things so it may not be a good fit for them uh, so I really think that is the first step it is gauging the interest in terms of your trading partner community great great well I think you know like I always say at the end of all our episodes we always just manage to scratch the surface on these topics and this is certainly a very you know you know meaty you know meaty topic that uh, you can have a whole conference on Yes, you know, for sure. But I think you provided some great, you know, food for thought and, and insights and, and advice for folks. So again, I want to thank you for making the time to be with us today. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me. Great. And when the time comes to do that, uh, you know, how do you go about improving a, a peanut butter <laughs> and jelly sandwich? You'll, you'll be back in the program for sure to provide your expertise in that area too. I'll be there. <laughs> All right. Great. Well, I want to thank those of you that joined us uh, today. Um, if you are watching this episode on demand, either at the Invista website or on uh, Talking Logistics, and you've got a question or a comment for uh, Chad, uh, you can post it there, and I'm sure he'll be more than happy to respond via that medium. Again, thank you for joining us, and look forward to seeing you in a future episode of Talking Logistics. Have a great day.